Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. But he hasn't peed yet. Isn't that weird? I know. I know. And he's gone poop like six times. So. Huh. <laughs> She said they've gotten some pretty good smiles on him because he's not eating anything really yet. But maybe he would pee better if they did the circumcision. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's not a bad analogy. <laughs> so, but yeah, I thought that was strange. But then I had to explain to him how it's done because they were kind of freaking out a little bit my son was and it wasn't at all how he thought it was so he goes oh okay that's not so bad I'm still not going but that's not so bad I'm like okay <laughs> it's like so so have you been a part of that from your own past or from your hospital work um or both from both hospital work oh. my uh my nephew nephew's Jewish, and they had a moil come and do a bris, and I couldn't be present at it. I went in the kitchen with my father because I didn't want to faint or anything. It was uh, 15 years ago, and I used to just speak more anemic or whatever you'd call it. But So Dad and I just hung in the kitchen, and then all of a sudden we heard this loud, oh, like that, and... and um, Mark's sister, my brother-in-law, his sister ran into the kitchen and ripping off all these paper towels. And I go, Dad, it's a gusher. And they ran out. And she ran out and she goes, no, I just spilled my wine. (laughs) That's that's kind of funny, Lisa. (laughs) I know. I still have funny think of that. So I told them that story. They didn't think it. They thought it was good. So <laughs> anyway, is Miss Maggie here? Oh, yeah. I've been listening to you guys. Uh, I got to hear puppy talk, too. That was cool. Puppy talk? Well, yeah. You're talking about your little ones and Susan talking about hers and carrying um, stairs with a towel under their belly and... <laughs> you did hear it. All right. I didn't want to interrupt. Well, thank you again, everybody. And I'd love to pull our calendars out and figure out a date, too, before we close. Okay. Well, we're all quiet tonight. Feels good. It's just nice to be in your presence. Mm-hmm. Well, then, all since we're very quiet, all of us are very quiet. 
I'll offer a prayer. Mm. Except for my dogs are going to bark at my husband who's coming and going while they're locked up. Anyway, dear Lord, thank you for letting, allowing us to gather together um, and to discuss pathway of growth and thank you for our community and our bond as Gene Key sisters. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I'd like to start. You go, you go, Um, um, when, when I, I read this, I have a, I have a, does anybody else? Does anybody else? Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do too. Maybe we all put it on. Maybe we all put it on. Get that way. I can't even I can't understand, understand any of you. Any of you. Hello? Hello? How I'm, about, I'm on mute? On mute. Except for Susan. Except for Susan. Okay. Is that better? Um, I can hear you much better. Okay. Okay, maybe that's what we need to do is just mute if we aren't talking. Um, <clears throat> when I think about growth, I, I read this, I don't know, a long time ago, right after our last call, I read this. And there were a couple things in here that I have been living um, the last few weeks. Um There's there's a part in here that reads that sometimes uh, initiative leads to a perceived failure in terms of growth, and it all depends on ability to convert life experiences into compost. And I've really been thinking about failures in terms of compost, and who I am as a result of all my successes and my failures. Um, I especially liked this part. It talked about um, unchecked growth always leads to imbalance. And the whole synarchy piece is what I'm experiencing and what I have been experiencing for a long time. Doing what I do, I, I'm i able to make a living, but it really is all about the service piece. And the more service-oriented I am, the more stable I get in terms of being able to make my living. And the more I grow, and I'm not really doing a lot to grow. It's it's a it's a fabulous place to be. It's very exciting. And I can see the flow of taking the initiative and the growth pattern that happens from it. So that's been very, very exciting for me. 
but I've 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 really been focusing on the compost piece because as you all know my personal life is um challenging. I think that would be a reasonable way to put it. And it remains challenging. And um I keep thinking about it in terms of compost and and the fertilizer in my life that's going to be very beneficial to me no matter what happens, no matter what comes up for me. So um, this was a very, very helpful process. And the the two keys, the the 45th and the 16th, that were in the codone ring that we listened to as a part of this. It, it kind of gave me a foundation, a foundation of understanding things that I didn't understand before, if that makes any sense, but were just really part of my life. Um, and what's interesting is now that I have a little better understanding through this particular sphere, um yeah it's just i've just accepted i've accepted how <laughs> wonderful my practice is and how wonderful um and easy my 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 path is in terms of making a living it's just very very exciting and i certainly don't feel like i've arrived at any kind of um big success or the end of the road or anything like that. And I can still see where some growth can happen. And I'm just not feeling as though I need to force it or uh, really do anything other than flow, if that makes any sense. So, um, yeah, that's me. I'm complete on that. You may unmute now. (laughs) That is really, really nice. I'm glad you're flowing. I'll go next, um, if you'd like, ladies. Sure. Um... And the reason is a lot of what Susan said uh, echoes with me, uh, at least the part about service-oriented and that her practice is wonderful and easy and it flows. I'm with you there, hon. I am with you there. But um, I have to admit I took I took time off from all of this. Um, I just needed to do something. I needed fiction. I needed so I I I read some fiction, and then I came back to it. Um, and of course, when I came back to it, I didn't get totally through Gene Key Forty Five and reading the book part, but. Um, So when I meditated yesterday on what I would talk to you about today, um, 
what really has resonated with me with the path of the of growth with the synergy and it says any organization um I need to back up a little bit on top of reading fiction when I usually do the gene keys I've also been listening to Edgar Casey's uh or the Casey organization's uh talk on vibration um as Edgar Casey had many of his prophecies or his whatever you call his sleeping um channeling events um, were on vibration um and this so if I take the if I take the jinky material and what I've been listening to with the vibrations, I actually took this way outside of myself and I went to the world. Um, I went to the fact that we we as a world, even though it doesn't seem like it, um, if you look at the news and um, we, we are raising the vibration of the world. Um, Volkswagen can't cover up their their um, their deliberate attempt to fool the government anymore. Um, the politicians that are running for office all look like fools. Because our vibration has moved beyond that. Um, and so as as I was meditating again on what to talk to you about, um, once again, I was directed by the divine to read my world healing meditation um, because part of the synarchy is that is where little pockets of us who are raising our vibration where we exist we can affect the vibration around us and that affects the wider it goes out wider and wider and wider. And with Richard's jinkies being in so many parts of the world, as all of his, I hate to use the term followers, but all of the people that are working on his material raise their vibration, we raise the world. Now, I know... Um, both Susan and Maggie have heard this meditation before. Alisa has not. But ladies, it doesn't hurt to hear it again. So if you will do me the honor of bearing with me while I read this rather lengthy meditation, it is a meditation. So please center yourself 
get into your meditation. Let your aura and body be ready to do meditation. I'll give you a few seconds for that. And then I'll begin. In the beginning, in the beginning God, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Now is the time of the new beginning. I am co-creator with God. It is a new heaven that comes as the good will of God is expressed on earth through me. It is the kingdom of light, love, peace, and understanding. And I am doing my part to reveal its reality. I begin with me. I am a living soul and the spirit of God dwells in me as me. I and the Father are one and all that the Father has is mine. In truth, I am the Christ of God. What is true of me is true of everyone. For God is all and all is God. I see only the spirit of God in every soul. And to every man, woman, and child on earth, I say, I love you, for you are me. You are my holy self. I now open my heart and let the pure essence of our unconditional love pour out. I see it as a golden light radiating from the center of my being, and I feel its divine vibration in and through me, above and below me. The one light of love, peace, and understanding is moving. It flows across the face of the earth, touching and illuminating every soul in the shadow of illusion. And where there is darkness, there is now the light of reality. And the radiance grows, permeating, saturating every form of life. There is only the vibration of one perfect life now. All the kingdoms of earth respond and the planet is alive with light and love. There is total oneness and in this oneness we speak the word. Let the sense of separation be dissolved. Let mankind be returned to God kind. Let peace come forth in every mind. Let love flow forth in every heart. Let forgiveness reign in every soul. Let understanding be the common bond. And now the light of the world, the one presence and power of the universe responds. The activity of God is healing and harmonizing planet Earth. Omnipotence is made manifest. I am seeing the salvation of the planet before my eyes as all false beliefs and error patterns are dissolved. 
The sense of separation is no more. The healing has taken place and the world is restored to sanity. This is the beginning of peace on earth and goodwill towards all. As love flows forth from every heart, forgiveness reigns in every soul. I am one with the light. I am filled with the light. I am illuminated by the light. I am the light of the world. With purpose in mind, I send forth the light. I let the radiance go before me to join the other light. I know this is happening all over the world. At this moment, I see merging light. There is now one light. We are the light of the world. And all hearts and minds are in one perfect understanding. It is done, and it is so. I am complete. Feel our oneness. They also felt the whales telling me I did a good job. (laughs) They were sitting on my shoulders. (laughs) Good job. Well, you know, I don't know how I follow that. In that meditation, everything I was going to share kind of went poof. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, that's okay. It's good. I think I was experiencing the city of communion, which is, uh, I love this this path. This first time I didn't have so much resistance to understanding a path, it just, I think it's been doing so much work, there's just no more resistance. I hope not. Maybe just my saying that is resistance. I don't know. But I loved the 45th key and the 16th key, and I could see how he put them together, and it was really cool being able to have eyes to see and ears to hear um, him go over these two keys uh, with the 16th shadow of indifference, the gift of versatility, and the city of mastery, and what that really means. And then, the, you know, on the 45th key, shadow of dominance, the gift of synergy in the city of communion. It just, um, just really blew me away. And it just, I, I just love the divine timing. I suppose we could go back to Gene Key 1 and we'd find a divine timing. <laughs> you know, there's just, it's, it's kind of just his language. It's so, and how he puts this together, it's so universal. You know, and then you share that meditation, which is, you know, right there basically what he's talking about. You know, our mastery and our communion and stepping into it and and sharing it and being it and seeing it and tasting it and speaking it and hearing it. So, just um, really, really good timing. And um, I just wanted to share with you with, um, I started my new job on Thursday in Burlington Hospital, and I'm I'm loving it. And I'm realizing that, you know, I have to do this administrative part, which I'm learning to love. 
I wish it would be so nice just to see patients, and, and I get to do that a lot more than I did before because I don't have classes. So I've just got to learn the administration part. But just being, you know, experiencing more growth and utilizing the anxiety is kind of a fertilizer. Having an awareness of it, embracing it, and also realizing today I realized that a lot of the anxiety I was feeling was not mine. It was part of the um, what people are experiencing on, on, on Earth. And I just had all this, just waves and waves of compassion when I realized that. Because I just finally said, what is this, you know? Is this really about learning about a schedule that it, it seems had seemed formed to me? And and then I realized there's a lot of people that are very, very anxious. And I got to be real impre- real present with that and then even embrace the anxiety of humanity. And what's anxiety? It's fear. What we're afraid of, I don't know, and I shouldn't say we're. What, what am I afraid of? I went in, into that. And... Um, I just got to love it. I got to love that part of myself and I love that part of my family of humanity. And it was just, it was like that awesome compost. It just got shredded by feathers into this awesome, good stuff that, not bliss stuff, just ah, good exhale. I have a lot of really good, poignant points to share, I, I'm sure. <laughs> but I thought I'd share that. I really, really resonated with his past this time. I get to go back to all the ones I didn't resonate with and dig into them more, too. But I just understand it better. Understand that, you know, how we leave the culture and then we're on this. Yeah. Took me an awful lot of gene keys to get here. That's okay. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs> I'm waiting to hear the poignant points, so come on, bring it on, baby. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what they were because they all poofed out with uh, Ginger's thing. But if I think of them, I'll 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 uh, I'll say them. <laughs> I will. They were just, um, and then I wonder if well, would it just be repeating stuff that we heard that I went ooh ah on it? I had about fifty on each key I listened to, and I listened to them a couple times. I just love his tone, you know. He just goes right there. And it it amazes me how when he talks, which, you know, is mastery, okay? It just is. How cool it is that I can have one set of ears on one day and hear it one one way, another set of ears on another day and hear it another day, you know, another way. And I think that's why I've been feeling like 
I've been missing something because, but when I think about it, I could listen to it 365 days a year, the same key, and hear it different every day. It's just, um, it just really speaks to me. I'm just so grateful. I don't think it's work. I think it's, I think I used to look at it as work. And I, I think I'm looking at more as being. And even, you know what, even play. Mm-hmm. Play because I, I amuse myself. I'm adorable. <laughs> you know what else, Lisa? I, I've I've just been thinking a lot about this group in terms of growth. And we really all are very growing people, and a huge piece of your growth is coming down from school. Yeah. Because when you're in school, even if you're learning and embracing who you're becoming in terms of the knowledge, you are still under that umbrella of the grade. You are still under that umbrella of the instructor. And once you once you leave school, that's not there anymore. And you, you become your own you become your own guidepost, and you become your own your own seeker of wisdom, and 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 your own teacher from everything that happens around you. And and I heard some of that as you were talking. Oh, I love that. Thank you. But I'm I'm also very mindful of that on a day to day basis. And I could just I could just talk all night about my clients and what I've learned just this week from each one of them because every single day I work with somebody, they teach me something, either that I am <clears throat> mm, good at some skills, not so good at other skills, that I'm uncertain and or I'm willing to be a variety of different qualities in their presence in my own personal growth. And and that's a piece of what I heard you say in terms of doing your work. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Thank I you mean, for I- sharing. The big, the funny thing is, is if if I ever think I'm bringing something to somebody, you know, I'm going in and meeting them. They're, it's amazing what they bring to me. Or when I leave, and if if somebody's eyes might say, "Wow, you really screwed up," and I can have this just deep feelings of gratitude for thank you for being my teacher, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's um, yeah, it is. I still find myself, and I thank you for saying it, you know, coming down off the school thing, um, like peeking around the umbrella, like, okay, where's the teacher who's looking at me, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And, uh, uh, it's, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Wow. Uh, because of where... You two just left off. I'm going to start in the middle of my notes. And it it was about um, Richard emphasizing the sacred 
what I've what I've dubbed the sacred service as a business, and that we we reach in, we do our involution to find our sacred service, whether we realize it or not, and and when we do. The magic comes from when we focus on others, thus the service. And and I share with my clients that magic, that's alchemical, because the numbers will always reflect how grand of service you deliver. And if you do that, and you just focus on serving well, you are in flow, because that's what we're designed to do, humans being in relationship with one another or social, and it happens. That's the magic. So I just love this, and I couldn't agree more that this particular circle already was functioning that way, even though we may not have been consciously aware of all of that. Um, So to me, it's just the coolest thing on the planet. And I spoke with a, a coach today that <laughs> his his first $100,000 client for a year, he was telling me about, well, he was not bragging, and how it was all about him showing up, giving good service, that he was able to attract that first one. And I I just, inside I was laughing, but it was a fascinating story because he did exactly what we know. And he was rewarded nicely. Um, The other thing that fascinated me about this particular step was the compost. Pretty interesting that uh, the compost was, was a really good one for us. But I saw the truth in it through my own life, through just about everyone I know and and the invitations and opportunities that we have to grow from our experiences. I said to a client last uh, two weeks ago, right before I left, she called me crying because of of a really significant thing, and I said, "Just hang tight and i had I didn't read the um step until today. I said, just hang tight. I want you to start focusing on changing your frustrations into your opportunities and allow them to fertilize you to become a beautiful diamond. And she just absolutely loved that. And when I was reading about the compost, I cracked up laughing because I know that's my truth. And that's how I can relate to it. And you guys, you know my compost. So I I thank you for holding that so sacred because it is a big part of what we do. I heard myself today when somebody said, tell me about you. I said, well, I'm pretty dang awesome. That was my opening line to a complete stranger. And I, I heard myself and he busted a gut laughing over the phone, and I just went, wow, that was pretty damn bold. You wouldn't have a clue that I'm modest. <laughs> but it, it was it was so cool to say that. 
and know that it's true and they have the confidence to say that. So to me, that was a really cool moment that just happened and, and I got to honor it. Um, there's two other points that came up while I was reading and I, I really appreciated them. Uh, one was where Richard was talking about the organism versus the organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who just mm-hmmed me. Susan. Yeah, yeah. This is something I've talked about for a good while because when I was in my organizational development class in the master's program, early on we had a um, a book and we got to, it was like some really heavy articles, and we had to pick one that was not assigned because those we had to do other things with. And we had to do a presentation on it, write it up and do a presentation on it to share why we thought it was so valuable. And my article that I chose was in the back of the book, and it was just on this topic. And I got so jacked up by it because I saw the truth in it. And, oh, by the way, did I mention two women wrote it? Yeah, you you heard me correctly. And they were talking just about what Richard was talking about, and I shared, you know, how how it is an organism. It's living onto itself. Essentially, I was talking about organism and synarchy and, and all of that. And um, the professor was really astonished with what I pulled out of that article and made some really unique comments. And looking back now, after reading what Richard wrote, I'm pretty astonished that I picked up on that back then, too. Um, but I see the truth in it. I, and Lisa, Sophie gifted us this lesson when she taught us about a grove of trees as a living organism individually and collectively and how they work together to keep the collective flourishing. And immediately I could transfer that over to this concept. And now here Richard brings it forward in another fashion and amplifies it. So um, I got pretty stoked about that. And then the other point was Richard talking about polymath. And what a polymath is. And the first time I heard polymath was when I was working with Joanna, my co-author, because the school she wants to create in America is a polymath school. And that's what the school, the boarding schools are in Europe. And she's from Poland. So she explained to me what a polymath is. And when we were in Vienna, we found a statue with Leonardo da Vinci, and she explained to me how he was one of, well, the quintessential polymath because he understood everything about everything and he could connect dots between different aspects and see the similarities as well as the contrast, but how everything is integrated or in the spiritual realm, we would say, the oneness. And um, I I really appreciated Richard sharing more about that because she 
told me that I was a polymath and I, I had no idea. So as I was reading more about polymath, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it because I do connect dots and I do like the intricacies and, and playing with the intricacies, much like what Lisa said, it's not work, it's playing. And and comparing and contrasting and seeing how things integrate. And I went, wow, because, and I don't know if he said it in the reading. If you guys saw it, let me know. I'm not going to go back and read it. Um, But to me, the polymath in its true sense is when we're in our... um, enlightened state. They don't have to just think about it anymore. It's just, it's their boom. And it, living in that, the, the life of a living city consistently, I mean, think about that if you had all 64 cities, we know what we would be, but that's, that's the essence of a polymath. It's living it all to its fullest. So I, I was just really in awe how even though these don't show up in my profile anywhere, how significant they've played in my life and how I'm believing from some of the people that I've met and what they've shared that they are polymaths. So I'm just in my awe of continued learning. Thank you. Amen, sister. Cool sharing. Way to stand in it, and I'm not talking about the compost. (laughs) (laughs) I am that I am. I am so grateful we could do tonight. I'm grateful too. Me too. It worked out out just the way it was supposed to. So do you have to go back tomorrow? No, they're going to have to do without me tomorrow because I'm working. The little man gets to keep his foreskin another night. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so content. <laughs> Lisa, does he look like John? Uh, uh, did you get the baby picture? Did I send a, I think I sent the baby picture. I think he looks like uh, uh, his wife's sister. Oh, I don't know what she looks like, but I saw some John there. Did you? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, I saw a lot actually. Oh, that's good. I and I didn't say anything, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, you know, it's a beautiful baby boy, beautiful baby. All babies are beautiful. They really are. Okay, that is true, but some much more than others. <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, Are you home alone now, Lisa? 
Yep, John is in Idaho till this weekend sometime. And I haven't heard from him since he left. On, I heard from him on Friday when he was getting to the mountain. Do you like being home alone? Pardon? Do you like being home alone? Well, you know, I, it's, I'm not as good as I used to be. You know, Don still put all the precautions out. He hasn't gone hunting in a few years, but he, I've got a, a can of hornet spray that goes 20 feet by my bed. <laughs> a loaded handgun in his side of the bed in a drawer, and I'm not home with anybody, and a shotgun loaded in the closet. So I'm just laughing. I'm picturing myself. And it's kind of cool to, um, sounds weird, but it's kind of cool to feel fear, like, okay, what are you afraid of, you know? It's kind of, it's like not even a self-analysis, but it is. It's like, oh, check out those feelings. So, wow. Well, I'm sure out by you it's just, black if there are no lights on. Yeah, it's just black. I, I remember being at our farmhouse alone, and I wanted to go get something out of the car, and I started to walk outside, and I didn't have any outdoor lights. And I started to walk outside, and I was so afraid I didn't go to the car. And I just, I did the same thing. I just sat there in that fear, thinking to myself, I'm out in the middle of nowhere in the country, and the worst-case scenario would be there would be a black bear around, and the likelihood of that was minimal to none. I mean, it was ridiculously minimal, and it was the oddest feeling to me because it was just black to the point of where even if I put my hand in front of me, I couldn't see it. Yeah. And that's what I would envision your, your place is like without outdoor light. It is, it is. And when I when I went, um, just kind of digressing a little bit, but we're talking about being outside. Uh, twice when I was hiking in Mount Shasta, the, the group of us, there were six of us, we set our alarm for one in the morning and we drove as far up the mountain as you could drive. And then we'd find a picnic table and we'd have a sleeping bag in front of us and one behind us. We'd sit on the top of the table with our feet you know, where you would normally sit, and then we'd lay back and look at the stars. Oh, that sounds nice. It was so neat, and we did that for a couple hours, a couple nights. And, you know, this might sound weird, but I I kid you not, we were downloaded with something. There's something about humanity being under the stars. There's something really, really um, sacred about it. There's I don't know what all those twinkles are about, but there's just something there. Because we all had kind of the same effect, and it was all very calming and um, healing. And, uh, yeah, it was just this presence. But it was there's just something about it. And I think that, you know, we're missing out by not being outside and maybe – you know, because I was outside there too, and when you said fear, you know, we had this big, big deck that we, there was um, on the second story, so nobody could, you know, climb up on it. But I felt fear with the darkness, with the blackness, and I was just amazed at how much fear, you know, I had with that. And uh, one of the women broke down in tears with the, the fear of being in the 
the blackness and the stars, and she so badly wanted to work through it, and she did. She says, I'm going, I'm going with you. I can do this. <laughs> you know, we're all together, and but there's just something about us being outside more, ladies. I don't know. So good. So if you ever want to come over and sit at a picnic table and look up the scars with me, you can do that. That sounds wonderful. I can't wait to tell Dan. I'm going to go sit on a picnic table and look at the stars. <laughs> hey, it's cheap fun. Well, you know what? I'd have to finish. I'd have to one with one of my tree hugger friends. <laughs> that would be Lisa. Don't you guys go out in the middle of the night and just look up at the stars? I do all the time. I haven't been going outside as much. Just, you know, I'll look out the window or I'll, you know, stick my head out or walk out a little bit. But, uh, you know, actually go and walk outside, you know, like Susan was talking about. Well... I do for every major event. Like, if they say the uh, Aurora Borealis is going to be out, I look. Uh, lunar Eclipse, I'm out there. <laughs> um, I did not stay up for the meteor shower because I did that one time, and it was really boring. Um, so I won't do that again. But here on our hill... We can see quite a bit. Probably not as much as you can, Lisa, but, uh, you know, the stars on, on my little hill are awesome. And Susan's welcome to come stare, stand on my hill and stare. The only thing that's going to get us is skunks. That's <laughs> 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 funny. Oh my gosh! You need a couple great horned owls. It could, maybe I could get some over to you. That's their favorite food is skunk. We don't have any more skunks. Since well, yeah. I think that I think that we get some good hoots going. So I think the owls got the crow babies this year. How does remember- one eat a skunk? Well, the owls can't smell, so they're you know skunks are out at night and they're easy targets. So they'll just take oh. them and and then. Oh. Smell? What? Owls can't smell? Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, the skunk doesn't bother them. They, they, that's their favorite to eat. And then the second favorite is rabbit. The third is um, a squirrel. And, of course, uh, mice and birds. But, you know, they get a bigger meal for their buck. Well, see, the morbid part of me wants to wonders what skunk would taste like. <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't think there's anything morbid about that. <laughs> I've eaten some weird stuff, but you know, I've they, nobody eats skunk because, well, that I know of, that I ever heard of, because you know they stink. Well, it's only if it has a on it, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, that's funny because 
today I was looking at something and it was a, a image of a porcupine. And I said, huh, I wonder what porcupine tastes like. <laughs> that was this morning. So well, here you're talking about skunk. So I don't think that's so weird. No. Yeah, no. Yes. The Native Americans ate porcupine all the time. So I did not know that. Can't taste too bad. Yeah. The problem is getting to kill it. <laughs> the problem is you can't get barbed. Yeah, they hurt. Yeah. Or quills, quills. Hmm. No, we're so we're adorable. Now we're talking about what things taste like. <laughs> Our animals. Well, when Armageddon comes, the compound is open. Bring seeds. Bring skins. <laughs> the compound. That should be your line, Lisa. That should be your line. Oh yeah. Yes, the compound is open. All are welcome. Bring whatever you got. I just got to go get toilet paper. That would be, that's just like, it's just not an option to run out of toilet paper. Food, water, shelter clothing, fine, just not toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, somebody's going to forget to use the pine cones in the right direction. Oh! Oh. Oh. Or or poison oak leaves, you know, or something like that. That's one of the things my dad taught me was to make sure that if I'm ever out in the woods, use pine cones in the right direction. (laughs) I bet he did. Oh, my gosh. Well, ladies, should we we, uh, plan one coming to my house? Do you guys have calendars handy? I do. Okay, I don't, so I'm going to get mine up. You guys do. <laughs> Are we looking at a Sunday? That's a, that works for me. If it works for you, or so. Do, do you work the same um, days every week, Lisa? Or do you work like opposite weekends, or what? Well, I'm like Monday through Friday um, till one thirty, and then cool. if I ever can't find somebody to work a weekend shift, then I have to work it. So, like, in October, I'm working two weekend shifts, but it's first it kind of freaked me out, but I was like, when I analyzed myself, okay, what what am I freaking out about? It's not St. Luke's. It's, this is not a trauma hospital. In right. one month, if you get a code four, that's a big deal, you know, and I'd have eight codes on a weekend shift. So i just got to get over it, you know, and I have, so it's no big deal. Um but I've so what days do you have open, Lisa? I have open. Okay, let me see here. I have open um, the eleventh. I I have I have open the eleventh, and that's it for October. Shoot, that's that's the one. That's the one uh, day I do not have open. Okay. Um, okay, so um, 18th or something like that, a little bit later. The 18th? Uh, yeah, because I'm going the 17th, but the 18th. At what time? 
Is that you said you didn't have it open? Pardon? I thought you said you didn't have it open. It doesn't. It's later in the day. Yeah, like later in the day would work on the 18th. And then, you know, maybe would you guys be game to do it a little bit later so we could have some stars? Yes. Oh, sure. Okay, how about you, Maggie? Yeah. Okay, cool. So What time? Like 5 o'clock dinner here? I didn't catch the time. Say again. 5 o'clock dinner here? Yep. Okay. Cool. I want to put stars too. And a now this is this is October eighteenth, correct? Yes, Sunday, October eighteenth. That'd be very cool. Wow, that was the easiest we've found a date. Thank you. And it's number twenty nine. Yes, number twenty nine. Sounds good. Where's some uh, clothes for being outside? Maybe we'll have a little bonfire, I guess. There's a bonfire. Do we tempt fate since that was so easy? Well, I think I remember being at um, somebody else's bonfire in October last year, and it was too cold. It was way too cold. You know what? I just want to give us all like um, kudos and a shout out. Do you realize what we've accomplished through all this? We're Gene Key Twenty Nine. Wow, you're right. <laughs> I mean, if you if you look at all the Gene Keys we've been through, and and I have to tell you that the 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 pearl sequence is pointing so much to a lot of the um, Venus sequence for me. I I just keep going back to the relationship pieces in terms of the pearl sequence. And it's almost illuminating things that we talked about in the Venus sequence. That's interesting. That's probably why he tells you to do it in reverse. After you've done it forward? I actually read something else the other day. I read it from start to finish, and then I read it from finish to start. It it gave instructions at the end, now read this backwards. And it it made intentional sense reading it backwards to the front. It made intentional sense as opposed to um, presentation or didactic kind of sense. I don't remember what it was, though. (laughs) I'm sure I'll run across it, and when I do, I'll perhaps save it or share it. Well, I thank you for sharing that um, about bringing the Venus... Oh, I took it off mute. Um, because I've just been feeling this being pulled back. And it's like, you know, what's that about? I know I have so much more to glean back in the Venus again. But 
um, you know, I, sometimes it's, I'm, I feel like I'm a, a, something attracted to a shiny new toy, you know, or a shiny object, and, oh, come back here, come back here, and it's like, I really want to stay in this path. It's not like I'm never going to go back to it, but I feel a pull to go back to Venus and do it again. So it's kind of... Well, good, because you get to it, and we're done with 33. Yay! <laughs> I'm I'm game to book November. Can we book November? Oh sure, I'm I'm up for it. As a matter of fact, I like that notion because I just so we know what's going on and we can make other plans around it. Sure. I'd like to get back up to Minneapolis too, so now I know what weekends are available. So. Because we only have four steps left. Isn't that amazing? After this next one. That's that's what I was saying initially, that we're we're gonna blow through this. And and I don't think we need more than like two weeks soon because it's not <laughs> it's not treachery. <laughs> like the Venus was whipping our butts. <laughs> Uh, well, we lay out the next steps, too, for our phone calls and everything? Are you guys game? I'd like to, knowing the holidays are coming up. Sure. And and that would be helpful to me because I have every other week clients, and if I know that a, a certain Tuesday, because you're in classes on Monday, right, Ginger? Well, they end by October, the end of October, so we could go back to Monday. Okay. Um, Let's figure out what Tuesdays we should be booking. Could we do a phone call between now and October 18th? Sure, I'm open for them all. What 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 is today? Mm. Should we do something on the sixth? It's a Tuesday. Oh, I should do that. Oh, okay. What's up, Ginger? If you can, we'll pick a different day. No, I can. I'm just getting really busy in that next week. Um, but I can do it. That's fine. So that would be number 29. And so the, our star quest is uh, number 30. Am I right? Yeah. Yes. I'm putting it down. That's Tuesday, 10 6. And I don't have the keys right in front of me. How many are there? 30 what? Two? 33. Then should we do another phone call on the 3rd of November? Every couple of weeks? We should. We could do that either on the 3rd or we could do it on the Monday. Either one works for me. Oh, okay. I prefer the Monday. 
Okay. Okay. So November 2nd, and that would be Gene Key 31. Seven. Got it. We might get this done before we get in. No, I was thinking maybe we'd get it done before we get into Christmas. I'm not so sure. Well, I think so. We can do 11 then. Then it would be 11 16, wouldn't it? Monday 11 16. Could we do that? Number 32? Yep. Did we say 15 or 16? 16. What's the date again? November 16th? Yes. Okay. Then why don't we meet, can everyone do December 6th, which is a Sunday at my house? Well, yeah. Can we do it late again? Fine with me. Megan, I'm sorry, what's the date, the 6th? Yes. December 6th. Yeah, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. So at next date. At 5 o'clock on the 6th. Correct? 5 o'clock is fine if that works for everyone. I'll be open, so what's a good time for all of us? Works for me. Then we did it by the end of the year with Grace. Well, that's that's really funny because it's Grace's birthday on December 6th. Aww. That, that's my mother-in-law. The Sarge? Yeah, the Sarge. <laughs> that's our Gene Key 33 then, right? Yeah. Wow. The end. The ascension for all humanity. <laughs> for those who want it. Yeah. You know, that was the other thing that I really liked. It was either in in this step or the last step where Richard was talking about timing and it's like, hey, oh, it might have been last step. Hey, it doesn't matter where you are. If you're ready to play the game and step up or not, it's all okay. You can just save it for another time. No big deal. And I, I just love the way he said that so casually. Instead of, you know, originally, well, you should be working on your stuff, blah, blah, blah. It's like, hey, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know if you, if you guys caught any of that or not. Well, he's been saying that in all along. He says it'll come when it comes. But he, but he was really specific about, don't judge him everything's going to, you know, they're going to have the experience sooner or later. They're just choosing not to have it this round. So, 
yeah, he has been insane all along, but this time he just really is like, quit being haters, get over it. It's okay. <laughs> That's what, how the kids would interpret it. Quit being haters. Well, and when you think about it, how cool someone that's not working on their stuff and they let it go, you know, and stop trying, working so hard, digging up their shit, you know, who's to say they don't get it? Right. You know? Right. Right. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, I I aspire to that. (laughs) Sorry. Ladies, we're set. All right. We will see you later. Love you, ladies. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Take care and happy happy being another grandma. It's awesome, this. Have a great rest of the evening, everybody. Sweet dreams. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.